Yeah, hi, good morning. This is Ratnakar here. I'm sure most of you would be just coming back from the Christmas holiday. Going ahead from now, we'll be starting doing a series of live broadcasts on Indian history. History related to various persons, places, events. Most of you would have been following my threads, my posts on Indian history. And from quite a long time. So I have decided to, to go in the more live broadcasting format. And of course, being quite new to this format, so would be welcoming any kind of suggestions, feedback from you. So let's get started today. Today is the Jayanti of Shahid Udham Singh, the great revolutionary from Punjab, who took revenge for the Jallianwala Bagh massacre by assassinating General O'Dwyer. One of the most horrendous and most horrifying incidents in Indian history was the Jallianwala Bagh massacre, where around more than more than around close to thousand people were massacred brutally by the Imperial British government in a wall compound. When you're speaking about Jallianwala Bagh massacre, you had two persons. One was a very notorious General Reginald O'Dwyer actually ordered who conducted the massacre, who led the troops inside and conducted the massacre. And most of us know about Odaya. But there was one more person who was equally notorious for this Jillianwala Bagh massacre. He was the then Punjab governor, Michael O'Dwyer. Michael O'Dwyer was the lieutenant governor of Punjab from 1912 to 1919. And it was he took over Punjab at the time when it was burning in protest against the British imperialism. And Dwyer was noted for his very draconian laws, very harsh laws, and also for his very absolutely draconian measures against the civilians. Mind you, though Dwyer was the one who conducted the massacre at Jallianwala Park, the one who gave the orders for it was O'Dwyer. And it was not just the Jallianwala Park massacre. After the Jallianwala Bagh massacre, what followed was equally, equally horrifying. As the Lieutenant Governor of Punjab, O'Dwyer ordered a draconian, a horrific military law. Civilians were asked to crawl on their knees. Random arrests were made. People were flogged in public. And these two instances, one was the brutality of Jallianwala Bagh and the atrocities that followed it, that inflamed many a youngster against the British rule. We do know some about we do know about them, notably a certain Bhagat Singh, who was one of those inspired, was one of those who was took to the path of revolution after this. That's one more youngster about whom not much is known. And that was Udham Singh, who in a way was also inspired by Bhagat Singh. Udham Singh was a live witness to the Jallianwala Bagh massacre and it was an event that changed his life. After Jallianwala Bagh massacre, Udham Singh had only one objective in his life. Take revenge on the person. Assassinate the man responsible for it. And for this singular ambition, he waited not once, not twice. 21 long years, he had only one ambition, take revenge for the Jallianwala Bagh massacre and raise the voice against the atrocities of the British rule.
and we waited and for 21 long years he spent his entire life on this udham singh udham singh real name was sher singh he was born on this date in 1899 in punjab sangrood district a very poor place farmer family he lost having i mean having orphaned at a very young age he grew up in a sick orphanage in rajra kalsa orphanage in amritsar along with his brother mukta singh and as per the sikh initiating right sikh rights he got his name of udham singh when he was initiated into sikhism in 1919 udham singh passed out in matriculation passed out in matriculation and that was a time when punjab was in full revolutionary mode whereas was fully under protest against the british rule and it was at that time udham what happened what chilianwala bag massacre that would be a turning point in udham singh life Udham Singh was a live witness to the massacre, and it just shook him up. I mean, the entire event, the the, the scenes of the people fleeing, the dead bodies lying around, entirely shook him up. And he then and they decided that he would avenge it. To give a brief backdrop of Jalian Malabar massacre, though most of it is known, it was protest carried out on Baisakhi Day. against the arrest and deportation of two nationalist leaders dr saifuddin kichlu and dr sachapal tang and that incident led and that incident and then general dai came in closed the doors and then you know what happened next udham singh had no regrets of what he had done he later when in a court he said one thing this is what he said i did it because i had a grudge against him he deserved it he was a real culprit he wanted to crush the spirit of my people so i have crushed him for full 21 years i have been trying to break vengeance and i am happy that i have done the job he was defend i am not scared of death i am not scared of dying for the country i have seen people starving in india under the british rule what i have done is absolutely right what a greater honor can be given to me than dying for one's motherland So after Jallian Wala Bagh, for he left for the years for some time, where he got in touch with members of the Gadha Party. Then he came back to India, responding to the call of Bhagat Singh, bringing in some revolvers for some time, and he was arrested by the Amritsar police, placed in prison for around four years. After prison, he lived. He went underground under the reign of Ram Muhammad Singh Azad to escape the uh, police. He worked as a signboard painter for some some time, and after. and but the police were still constantly surveilling him and due to this he escaped germany he roamed all over the uh, somewhere in 1934 he roamed all over the continent and slowly he made his way to england his aim was to assassinate dwyer whom he held responsible for whatever happened at chilianwala bagh as well as all the atrocities in punjab and he was pretty much inspired a lot by the russian revolution he often used to carry a booklet on the revolution along with him He finally got a chance to avenge the Chilianwala Park on March, on March 13, 1940. Caxton Hall in London was, I mean, located near to Westminster, was a building where mostly political events were being hosted. Here, on that particular day, on March 13, 1940, a meeting was being conducted by the East Indian Association and Central Asian Society, and Michael O'Dwyer was one of the speakers. Udham Singh saw this as the perfect, and Udham Singh saw this as the perfect opportunity for him. He went to the gathering. He hid a revolver in his jacket. 
and he waited for Odwire to come onto the stage. As soon as Odwire came onto the stage, he took out he took out his revolver. He took out his revolver, and he fired two shots straight into Odwire, into the heart. Odwire fell to the ground, collapsing. And he did not even attempt to escape. He just surrendered straight to the police. He said, "I don't mind. I don't care. I don't mind for dying. What is the use till you wait? What is the use of? What is the use of wait till you are getting old to die? You would die even you are young." And he said, "It's good what I am doing." He had no regrets. On April thirty first, nineteen forty, he was charged with the murder of Odwire. On June fourth, nineteen forty. He stood at trial at the Central Criminal Court in London, or what is called as the Old Bailey, for Atkinson, which would prove to be one of the most memorable trials, where he raised his voice. I mean, every word of his was a hammer at the British imperialism. And this is what he had. To, this is some of his expert, excerpts from his trial in court. I sat down with British imperialism. You say India do not have peace. We have only slavery. Generations of so-called civilizations have bought for us everything filthy and degenerating known to the human race. All you have to do is read your own history. If you have any human decency about you, you should die with shame. Brutality and bloodthirsty way in which the so-called intellectuals who call themselves the rulers of civilization are of bastard blood. This was one of the most bloody goddamning statements against the British rule. Atkinson tried to say him he is not interested in a political speech, and Udham Singh said he just wanted to protest. Now, just before his sentencing, Udham Singh said he said he wanted something to read, which the judge allowed, and this is what these are some of his last words. I don't care about sentence of death; it means nothing at all to me. I don't care about dying or anything. I am dying for a purpose. We are suffering from the British Empire. I am not afraid to die. I am proud to die. To free my native land, I hope that when I am gone, in my place will come thousands of countrymen to drive you dirty dogs out. Machine guns scroll on the streets of India, murder thousands of poor women and children wherever your so-called democracy and Christianity flag flies. Udham Singh made it clear one thing: he was not against the British people; he was against the British government and British imperialism. As soon as he finished his speech. He raised his slogan. He raised his fist, shouting the slogans against the British rule. He spat on the desk and left. July thirty first, nineteen forty, Pentonville Prison, London. Udham Singh was hanged to death. Another martyr in the cause of Indian freedom. A man who waited for twenty one years to avenge the horrors of Jallianwala Bagh. And used that as a platform to raise his voice against the atrocities of British rule. Finally, fell silent. Another great son of India had laid down his life for the cause of our freedom. Predictably, Mahatma Gandhi condemned Udham Singh's act. He called it, you know, act of insanity. While Nehru criticized it in the National Herald. However, the Punjab section of the Congress backed Udham Singh, backed Udham Singh, and the Hindustan Socialist Socialist Republic Army. I mean, which had which had Bhagat Singh and Ajad supported Udham Singh and condemned Gandhi's statements. Even the international media, like Times, supported Udham Singh, calling it a pent-up expression of the fury. His his mission was successful. He not just avenged a Jallian Wala Bagh. He brought the attention of the world and India to the atrocities of British rule. He he inspired many a revolutionary to take up the cause of the freedom. 
Finally, in 1974, his ashes were sent back to India, to his hometown of Sunam in Punjab. On his journey, Shahil, on his journey, take your time to pay a tribute to Udham Singh, a man who shot a fight, fight a shot for the cause of our freedom and gave up his life. Naman. And I thank you all for listening to this particular talk of mine. Hope you enjoyed it. And do give your feedback and suggestions. Thank you very much. Thank you.